serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, thank God it's Friday show, show. That's right. I'm Gatos, he's Chad. Becky Lynn is in the news center. Sent on a couple things here to start off the uh, 4 o'clock. Do it. Um, We're going to get to gas prices. We have the actual figures. How much extra a year, if gas stays like this, will cost you? And if inflation stays the same way, how much a year it's going to cost you? We'll do that in a second. Um, Let's hit one of the breaking stories of the day first. Uh, Prop 208 went through what... uh, uh, the Arizona uh, State Supreme Court. Yep. So the the background on this is it was written in a very strange way before the 2020 election. And then they rewrote it, and it went on the ballot. And it was basically, let's let rich people pay schools $800 million. Yeah. Okay. I don't like that. Small uh, businesses. Yeah. And, 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 you know, which is a lot of, when you think of people like rich people, you make $250,000 a year. The reality is, is if you're a small business, yeah. you're going to be hit. This is a this is a surcharge of tax, and that comes back to you know. I think everybody should pay something for kids' education. That's why I always say a little sales tax. I don't think that it should just be people who are wealthy. Anyway, I did vote for it, and I told you it wasn't something I loved voting for. But I thought our schools were so desperate we had to do it, so I voted for it. Anyway, it passed. Uh, okay, and then what Ducey did was he neutered it. There's kind of an end around. And what we saw then uh, was it got canceled. I mean, I'm just giving you the very yeah. simplistic way of, of thinking about it. Then the Arizona Supreme Court, a couple of years later, we're in 2022. They take a look at it and they say it's unconstitutional. I'm all, I'm all for people in the black robes making a decision and living with it. I don't have to agree with it or disagree with it. At that point, I don't, after two years, I don't care. Just make a decision. You know, it's like the mandates for... Uh, the vaccine. Just send it to the people who you know who are you know the take it to the place that we know that it's going to end up and let them rule on it so we can get on with our lives. That's it. That's it. But here's the deal. Uh, There's some people that are really they're they're loving that this thing got shot down. Here's the point though. The point is that Arizonans did vote for this thing. It barely went through. It was like fifty one percent. Yeah. But it got but now I mean we voted for it. And it's and and it's it never went into effect. No, that's a problem. It is. You sh- if you vote for something, it should go into effect. We shouldn't have a governor that tries to do an end around. We should have figured out if it was constitutional or unconstitutional before we voted for it. But we're Arizona, and we do things a little bit weird. I just don't think this is a day where you know we shouldn't be celebrating that people who voted, you know, the voters' voices were silenced. Uh, well, number one and number two, eight hundred million dollars doesn't get to schools. It, it's not a great day. It's not a great thing that happened today. Well, we're still at a, we're in the same position, and this is where adults would come into the room and say, "All right, here's the deal: How do we get more money to the teachers without penalizing one singular group? Because everybody should participate in this. And how do we go about doing that in a way that still makes it attractive to come here and own businesses? Right? Is it a one cent sales tax? What would that do?" I mean, little things like that, that I think you could come together. Everybody hears that word tax, and they freak out. But there was a sales tax many years ago that was going to go to education, and the Arizona legislature stole the money. Of course, because that's what they do. That's what all states do. the money. They put it into a general fund, and you have to what you have to do is you have to put it into a fund where it is solely designated by law to stay in there and then go to the people 
that you say that it's going to go to, which we all know the minute it goes into a general fund, it's like going into a regular checking account. Eh, anybody can take it if they want to. Yeah. All right. It's in another big story here. So I just don't think that's a great day for Arizona. I, if you vote for something and your governor overturns it, why am I even voting? Yeah. Well, and okay. the other thing is, too, if you're going to, you should have looked at this at the beginning going, how exactly do I frame this question and this potential law in a way that is going to withstand challenges at the court level. And this thing to me, as far as you should have known constitutionally as voted on the 80s, that they can't just every year, they have to vote to raise it. You should have known you can't go above that spending limit. And rather than take that on, you tried this and you constitutionally, it was the right thing to do. Okay. Uh, here's the other big story. Everyone's dealing with gas prices being high. Everybody's dealing with inflation that's just out of control. Your rent is out of control. We talk about it every day. We talk to real people every day. Yeah. We've we've taken calls from people who are barely getting by with their rent. Uh, some some of you have called us. We put you on the air. And you can't fill your gas tank up uh, like you normally do. Uh, and inflation, you're buying less. You're buying less food for the family. So here are the two numbers we want to pass along to you. If gas prices continue, um, today the national average is 433. Arizona's average, 458. Yeah. We're higher than the national average. We are. Okay. Gas prices, if they stay right around where they are, it's going to cost you an extra $1,300 this year. So, I want you to think about that. 1300 bucks. Now, inflation... If inflation stays the way it is, and you have said, we ain't seen nothing yet. No, I don't think... We haven't had a lot of this stuff built in. From Russia. From Russia. Okay. Inflation, if it stays the same, it's going to cost you $3,600 a year. So almost five grand extra. Yeah. You basically have to, you know... It's $4,900. $4,900. let us say it's five grand. It's five grand. It's the easiest way to do it. It's going to cost you an extra $5,000. If things stay the way they are at this moment in time, the right. good news is the United Arab Emirates, which wouldn't take... The call from the president the other day, their ambassador here has signaled that they are more than open now to opening the spigot. And Told you. UAE and <laughs> you. Uh, uh, the uh, Saudi are the only two Gulf states, really the only countries in the world right now, that have such a plethora of oil that they could make up a decent amount rather quickly. Why was such a big deal made the other day that his phone call wasn't being Because accepted? they talked to Putin. Okay. And... You know, uh, the big deal is, is he's the president of the United States, the most powerful man in the world. Sure. Yes, he's elderly and he's senile, but still, he's the most oh, powerful geez, man in the world. And uh, <clears throat> there is a sense that, you know, it, you know, uh, I understand, you know, why he was hesitant to call. But at the end of the day, it's unfortunate that we have to deal with the likes of Maduro, right. the, you know, MBS, uh, the United Arab Emirates and all of these countries where people can't stand us and hate us. Venezuela. Uh, Venezuela with Maduro. Yeah, we, we don't want to, but this is what we are at this moment. We're I think not we do buying. It. I think we do it now to freeze out Putin and hurt him as much as possible. Yeah. And you don't have to talk to Iran forever or buy gas from Iran forever. I don't even know if they're going to do that. No, I don't think they are. I think okay. the, 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 the Iran like, might be going too far yeah. to go and do business with, but hey, to, to, you got to hurt Putin in any way you can. Absolutely. And people who are green... Uh, let's just remind you that uh, that we need to start drilling a little bit more. We, if we can control it and regulate it in a much better way, that is way better than handing uh, our money and uh, over to people who aren't controlling their drilling. 
the way that you would like and who also hate us. We need to be drilling a lot more, man. Yeah, we do. We absolutely do. I know a lot of people are asking about electric cars, but when gas prices go back down, they're going to buy an oh, SUV. We were talking about it the other day. It was like, you have 45000 for this or 70000 for that. I mean, this is not going out and no. buying it. You know, If you're no. going out and buying a used car, you're going to be spending a gank of money on these things. Right. There's not enough of them. It is time now for five spots. Five spots. All right, so uh, we need five of you to call. We're going to put you on the spot. Call us if you saw the Phoenix Lights 25 years ago. So on Sunday, it's the 25th anniversary of the Phoenix Lights. The craziness. I remember being here. It was absolutely insane. If you saw it in the sky and you're looking at it, you're like, I don't know what is going on. You saw it. 277-5827. Call us at 602-277-KTAR. If you saw the Phoenix Lights, 25th anniversary this weekend. Five spots next. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Parker & Sons Plumbing & Electrical, the two-time winner of the Better Business Bureau's Ethics Award. All right, it is time for Five Spot. I feel like I'm in a movie. No. Five of you need to call 277-KTAR. It's a 25-year anniversary Sunday of the Phoenix Lights. Did you see them? Call us. And Chad. All right, right. two seven seven KTAR. If you saw the Phoenix Lights, uh, tell us where you were, what you saw. If and- you were abducted, even better. Oh, We'd love to hear from them. Yeah, we'll put you right through. <laughs> I'll start. Let's do this, Jeff in Maricopa. Tell us about your experience. So I uh, walked out of a fried food store up in North Phoenix and saw everybody kind of looking over uh, towards the west. Uh, side and turned to see what they were looking at and I was just stunned to see uh, the the huge span of the lights. Um, I was actually working a job at the time and so I got in my truck and was continuing to work but part of my job took me up along the 51 and uh, that way and so I was able to watch the lights while I was driving and they were there for a very long time uh, but yeah. very specifically remember the how how far spread they were and they just kind of seemed to hover and uh you know not really move around a whole lot yep good stuff jeff thanks uh five spot where we put you on the spot of a news story everyone's talking about and it is uh the 25 year anniversary of the mysterious phoenix lights were you did you see it don and phoenix hey don uh what did you see yeah yeah i did I can't believe it's 25 years ago. My I goodness. know. I know. That's, that's What's the What's scarier, part. the lights or 25 years, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, 25 years, I guess. I, I, was, listening to, I was listening to you with, uh, with Tony Famino back then, I think. Yep. That long ago. It was a long time. Yep. But, yeah, we were, we're, my wife said, what are those lights? And uh, I said, that's a baseball stadium or a football. She goes, what baseball stadium or football stadium? You know, and she kind of went, I, she told me I was crazy. I said, well, no, I, and then we started watching them more and more and more, and then you know it was yeah it was pretty weird. And uh, and what's really kind of weird is I I, I, I travel a little bit, and uh, and I get in a taxi cab, and they tell me I have to or they tell me where I'm from or I have to tell them where I'm from. And they're uh, did you see the lights? 
Oh, yeah. It's like, you know, nationwide. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Said, it's true. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. It became that big. Appreciate your call. Because, Chad, you weren't in Phoenix. No, I wasn't. But and you saw... It was everywhere. It was everywhere. It, it, it was the lead story on the nightly news back when we didn't really have cable. And it, I mean, it was it that was big. Wall to wall on KTAR the next day. Yeah, totally. Uh, Wayne in Phoenix. All right, Wayne. Where were you when you yes. saw the Phoenix lights? I've lived here all my life. I, I kind of know the flight patterns from Sky Harbor. I was driving in from Tucson. I was getting close to Phoenix, and I saw the lights, and I knew they weren't in the flight pattern, and I kind of explained to my helper that there was something, but didn't think any more than that about it until I got home and saw it on the news. Yeah. It was about that. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. Appreciate your call. It's, uh, it is, again, it was big. It was worldwide stories. And now this it is was one of the- In the sky, it was so, it was stretched off for, for miles. miles. Absolutely. That's the crazy part of the whole yeah. thing. It wasn't like you see, oh, what is that? Th- oh, that thing just moved really fast in the sky. No, no, these things, they were huge lights and they hovered. They hovered. That's, and you're just like, like, it's a flare. Flares don't, I, I've shot a flare before. It doesn't stop. It looked like a big stadium with lights. Lights yeah. that was sitting on the, uh, you know, caller for Call Phoenix. Her. All right. Cody, where were you when you saw the Phoenix lights? I actually was only 10 years old when it happened. All right. And, uh, yeah, I actually happened to, uh, I, I, my mom and dad sent me out to go take the trash out, and I walked out, and I was like, what the heck is that? And I ran back inside, got my mom and dad, and I was like, guys, you guys got to come see this. And they are like, what? And they came out and they were like, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm only 10 years old. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> and so then I was living in a cul-de-sac at the time. And so I started going knocking on all the doors. Guys, you got to come see this. You guys got to come see this. And everybody, we just all stood out in the middle of the cul-de-sac looking, going like, what the heck is going on here? You know, it was crazy. None of us knew what, you know, all of us kids were like, what the? Yeah, it was, it was just weird. I don't know. Yeah. That, I'm with the, one of the other calls. It's crazy that it was 25 years ago. I'm like, man, I was like 10 years old back then. It's crazy. It's crazy. And uh, squeeze one more in really quick. Amy and Gilbert, finally a woman who will bring reason to this. Yes. Amy, <laughs> you believe in UFOs, right? Well, we saw it. Well, and what did you think it was? Uh, we, we didn't know what to think. We just looked up and everybody stopped and we watched it and they just stayed up there. And then they took off after a long time. And the speed that they took off at was just, wow, what the heck did we just see? It was surreal. It was surreal. That's what everybody said. It was surreal. All right. Well, that's uh, thanks, Amy. All right. That's five spot. We're five of you. We put you on the spot about a new story everybody's talking about, and the new story is twenty five years since the mysterious. Now, Phoenix did you see lights. him? No. Mm-mm. Did Steve and I? We weren't here. No. Becky didn't see him, but was here. Did another person on our show see them? Pablo. I was like nineteen years old, right? Same thing as the last story said. The guy said mm-hmm. everybody started gathering around. We couldn't see him from the street level, so we all jumped up on the roof. It was me, Julian, I think Jesse was there. My chunky friend, Ruben, <laughs> did not the see roof. the lights because he couldn't, he couldn't <laughs> get on the roof. And that's the story I always remember. But yes, they were there for hours and hours. Yeah. I was talking to Steve about it. That was the astonishing part for me, the longevity of them just being there that long. Just hovering. Yeah. All right. And poor Julian, he couldn't. No, he couldn't Jesse, do it. Ruben. Ruben, Ruben, yeah. Ruben, get on there. That's why they couldn't abduct him. <laughs> the little power thing couldn't pull him off the ground. Ruben just been sitting there. So early in the show, we talked to former Arizona Governor Fife Symington, who was the governor at that point. What he did the next day, if you don't know that story, or if you haven't heard what how he handled this as the governor of Arizona, the very next day, he'll join us and he'll tell you that story coming up next. 
Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, it's been 25 years since the mysterious Phoenix Lights showed up in the Arizona sky. Earlier today, we talked to Fife Symington, the governor at the time. Take a listen. Bright lights in a V-shape, maybe a massive ship miles wide, right over Phoenix. Hundreds, maybe thousands of people saw them on March 13th, 1997. Look at that. Please. There's another one. They're lined up in, in a pattern. I got four of them. We still don't know what the Phoenix lights were. Major sighting here. All right. The night that this happens, 25 years ago, you start getting these phone calls. What is going through your mind? I was um, mystified. I uh, watched the building hysteria over the uh, the sightings, and uh, as you know, I'm a I'm a Trekkie, and I'm a great enthusiast on the UFO matter. And I thought, well, maybe maybe they're finally coming after us. <laughs> so the next day, you held a press conference. I want to play a little of this because you poked fun at it. Here's what happened the day after. The day okay? after, and he went to humorous and controversial lengths not to stir the pot. He held a news conference after the Phoenix Lights to announce the mystery had been solved. And now I'll ask Officer Stein and his colleagues to escort the accused into the room so that we may all look upon the guilty party. Don't get him too close to me, please. In the alien costume, the governor's chief of staff. So you brought your chief of staff out in a you know head to toe aliens costume. What were you thinking? Yeah, I was I was trying to add some levity to the situation to, because it was a building hysteria, and uh, and and I thought, oh, this is a great opportunity to inject some fun into this, and uh, I think everybody needed to kind of find their sense of humor. And uh, my chief of staff, by the way, had a very good sense of humor. He, uh, when I told him to put the costume on, he said, it's not part of my job description. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and you and said, said, I'm governor. It is. And, I quit and, I, and then I said, well, I don't accept your resignation. Put it on. <laughs> oh, wow, that's good. So, so Fife, I've seen you in Out of the Blue. I've seen you give speeches about this. And I think that night or the next day at the Air Force came out and said, oh, they were just flares. You didn't believe that they were just flares because people had seen the flares. This was separate of that. I felt like, you know what? They're lying. Yeah. Well, I, having been in the Air Force, uh, I knew all about high-altitude flares and stuff, and those weren't flares. Flares don't fly in a V formation and maintain their altitude like that and behave in that kind of a pattern. So to this day, I would be adamant about that, but they just were not flares. What's your gut say they are or were? <laughs> Well, of course, the um, you remember the A-10 story about the flight from um, Tucson of A-10s that uh, the Air Force said it was uh, the A-10s, but the timing of that didn't work out. I think we were visited by the great unknown. It's not going to be the first time we've, we, we've encountered uh, unidentified flying objects before, and I, I don't think there's any denying the fact that that's exactly what they were. They were UFOs. Fife Symington is joining us, former Arizona governor, uh, during uh, the Phoenix Lights incident 25 years ago. Did the feds call you and say, hey, listen, uh, don't, did they tell you to say anything publicly? I think it was the Clinton administration. Did you get a call from Washington? I'm just curious. I never got a call. Okay. No. We checked in with um, the National Guard and uh, the Luke Air Force Base, where I think they, they actually denied that they scrambled a couple of birds, but they did to pursue the, uh, the lights. And uh, people heard the, uh, the the aircraft take off from from Luke uh, 
but we never got satisfactory answers. Even John McCain didn't. John was intrigued by the, the whole issue, and I remember talking to him about it. We, we never got satisfactory explanations for it. Did you ever have, like, a high-ranking military or aviation government official kind of tell you, uh, you know what, you might be right, that, that may have been something from another world? No, nobody, uh, nobody did. There are just so many instances now of convincing video footage and stuff of um, alien spacecraft. You saw the stuff that was uh, taken off of the uh, aircraft carriers uh, uh-huh. a couple of years ago out in, off of San Diego. The Tic Tacs. Um, the Tic Tacs, and um, it's just inexplicable to have an aircraft be able to move through the air and through water and make the kind of pivots and turns and climbing and descents in altitude with such rapidity. We're definitely dealing with UFOs, and where, where they come from, I have no idea, but, but uh, for sure, it's not a terrestrial explanation. All right. So that was a little bit of our interview with former Arizona governor. Fife Symington, uh, he thinks it was a UFO. Um, I don't think anybody knows what the heck it was. Well, what it was is he, just because you say UFO doesn't mean little green men, right? You know what? You know what is more interesting than was it a UFO? To me, it's how a governor of a state handled it the day after with putting one of his guys in a so in an alien. For me, I think that's pretty interesting how a governor would react that way. There is something the size of a a neighborhood floating in the air. After all these years. Floating in the air. Maybe it's come second. Maybe it comes that, Like People are like, we don't know what that is. The green man can come out. You know what's interesting is the way that we joked about that, really? I think it is interesting. Because <laughs> so, I don't think it's a UFO. I think it's... Well, they, what would you... Tell me, in your expert opinion. Flares. No, I, I have no idea. I, 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 I couldn't tell you. I just don't, I just don't believe that, there, that uh, a UFO does not mean uh, it is a spaceship. And I don't think it was a spaceship. So I don't know what it was. That's just me. Maybe there were people flying up there and they were holding, like, flashlights. <laughs> okay, so that's right. You've got to. There were people holding flashlights out of helicopters in unison. Up next, Chad. Baseball is back, and you and I are going to make the game watchable. Next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. You know, uh, you said something yesterday that got me to thinking. Uh, Major League Baseball, they finally came together. Um, owners and players, and uh, we're going to get Cactus League ball. It's yes. going to happen very, very soon. The Diamondbacks will get... something going on today, I think, Yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, like there the, was an actual game. Yeah. Diamondbacks will get the 162-game season. But what you said on the air, it kept me up last night. I know. You I said that. baseball is boring. Yes. So, Chad, um, how do you improve baseball? How do you make baseball more watchable? How do you make baseball more interesting? Gatos and Chad's uh, Random Rankings. Random Rankings. Number five. 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 All right. Five. I've got my list. I'm putting you on the spot. Sure. Five ways to make baseball more watchable. My fifth, f- number five, no gloves. I want to see how good these players are. Uh, let's see them pick the ball up off the ground or in the air without a glove. Oh, I like that. That's yeah. very, that's very awesome. cricket-esque. Awesome. That's why I always go with no uh, no having to put the bat down if you don't want to. Uh, because just like cricket, you can run in between the stumps. You don't have to put the bat down. So, hey, imagine a pickoff player getting into a pickle. Somebody throws the ball. You knock it and keep running. You could hit the ball. Why not? That is awesome. Number four. Um, every time a home run is hit, you get free beer. I like that. I want to make sure that the fans are having fun. And I'm telling you, as soon as that ball is hit over the fence, opposing team or home team, 
free beer. Let's say free beer for an hour. I like That's that. not going to make a mess. All right, here for me. I like this one here. Uh, it, you get to pick one guy on the team that gets to hit every inning. That guy's worth extra points, and you have to pitch to him. <laughs> can't pitch around him. Nope. You can't like walk him like they nope. did with nope. Barry Bonds and the bases do, loaded. Nope. No, no, no. All right, all right. Uh, random rankings. The top five waves to make baseball more interesting, more watchable. Three. If you catch a foul ball, you get moved to a better seat. Oh, oh, I like that. If you're good enough to catch a ball, somebody from the Diamondbacks, they pluck you and your family, and they put you in a better seat. All right. Uh, one fan gets to uh, gets to uh, pick the inning. Gets As far as you come down, you get to set the lineup for that inning. <laughs> oh. You get to decide who gets to pitch, yep. hit the whole nine yards. So you could take a pitcher out if you want to. If you want to. That's fantastic. Number two. Um, number two, I'm going steroids again. Eh, that's when baseball was great. Let's bring back, let's juice everybody. I'm going with steroids. Every, and, I'm, and I'd like to see everybody do it live on the field. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Number three, I mean, number two for me, number more two. streakers. <laughs> right? There's nothing wrong with more streakers. You're allowed to run on the field. Morgana, if you guys remember that, if you're old yes. enough, Morgana would come out. She was, uh, how should we say, she was quite chesty. Yes, yes, she was. And she became famous that they even let her start doing it. They, they, she, she'd run out to the mound and kiss the pitcher. Yeah, and everybody thought it was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Number one. Uh, number one, I think this will speed the game up. You know how these managers come out to the mound and talk to the pitcher every five minutes? Uh, they must, uh, if they want to do that, they then must take off an article of clothing. Okay. It's like strip poker, right? This will limit the number of times a manager can come out. Because the manager ain't going to come out in his underwear. So if he comes out one time, shirt comes off. You want to come out a second time? Pants come off. This is what I'm talking about. You're going to come out a third time? No, I'm going to go home early. Number one for you. Can we all agree it's kind of silly that they wear uniforms like the players do? Like, no other sport does that. You don't see hockey players, coaches wearing it, right? Football players. Uh, Number one for me is just be football. (laughs) Because football's awesome. (laughs) Just play football instead. You want the baseball players to just play football? That'd be interesting as well. All right. Uh, random rankings, the top five ways Put a to lake in the middle of the field. <laughs> improve baseball or make it watchable. Uh, let's go over a couple things uh, before we uh, hit the 5 o'clock hour. We've got about a minute. Uh, we've got Arizona uh, gas prices, four fifty eight. So that's only three cents up from yesterday. I take that as a win. Yeah, for right now. Here's what's not a win. Uh, you will spend... Thir- about let's see, thirty six hundred bucks extra this year because of inflation. You will also spend an extra thirteen hundred this year if gas prices stayed the same. Yeah. So when you take that into consideration, you're at about five thousand dollars. Yeah. More five than what grand. you would want to spend. Five G's. You're you're making decisions at five thousand dollars. Oh. I want right? to do my number one again. Hold yeah. on. I got. I want to do my number one for random ranking. Okay. Number one. Make the baseball players pay for your gas when you go to the game and see them at Chase Field. That's not a bad idea. I'm awesome. Gas cards for everybody. I'm awesome. Oh, my Lord. I'm awesome.